Hey there, listeners. Welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. So, the show we have for you guys today is with Christmas Abbott. Christmas is probably the biggest guest we've had on the show so far. She is a CrossFit affiliate owner. She is an author. She runs seminars all over the world. And uh, she's also a columnist for the New York Times, uh, I believe. So this is a great interview with Christmas. We talked about everything from her upbringing onto her uh, her diet and her her training protocols. We also talk about the uh, the bigger picture with her her following that she's got and what she's trying to achieve with it, and her thoughts on the whole Insta famous thing, uh, which I have a big problem with. But I think she's one of the ones that does it the right way. Obviously, she uses it for good rather than evil. Um, yeah, it was a really good show. So, a uh, funny thing happened uh, uh, while we went up to Sydney to interview Christmas and a few other people. We had um, we went out with uh, Christmas and her gang on the Friday night. We went out for dinner and drinks, and the drinks kicked off a little bit more than what we originally had planned. And uh, it ended up <coughs> we ended up at a at a restaurant playing. <coughs> I wouldn't call them drinking games, more more so just games and uh, kind of truth or dare kind of games. Anyway, Tommy got himself into a situation against Christmas that he had to, uh, it was a challenge where he had to, um, the game's too hard to explain, but basically Christmas, from what I saw, cheated him out of it and Tommy agreed to getting Christmas Abbott's nickname, nickname, sorry, Christmas Abbott's signature tattooed on his foot. Uh, Tommy didn't get, uh, wasn't able to do that up there. But um, 100%, he shook on it, even though she cheated him and Mac had a part to play in it too, pretty much Mac and Christmas. I was just an, uh, an innocent bystander with Jan and Paul, the uh, Christmas's gang. But 100%, Tommy was cheated. And uh, Mac was all all up and about it, trying to uh, try and impress Christmas, jumping on the bandwagon with her. Christmas <laughs> will not let him live this down. So... Stay tuned. I think it's going to go down when we go to the US in July, hopefully. But stay tuned for uh, for Tommy and his uh, his Christmas Abbott signature tattoo on his foot. Um, alrighty. So basically, though, we want to thank our sponsors. We're we're finished our run with the sponsors that we have here, guys. So we are looking for new sponsors. Uh, Audible. Sorry, we aren't. But Lock Sam and NDO are uh, are finished. They have finished their run with us, but since they jumped on board uh, and since we haven't started negotiation, negotiations with other sponsors yet, we're gonna uh, we're just going to let those guys get some uh, some free run because they helped us out. So our sponsors are Loxam Solutions. Loxam Solutions is a boutique consulting and business support company focused on business consulting and commercial services. Loxam... Uh, the key to their success has been through the application of a pragmatic approach combined with entrepreneurial spirit to achieve their clients' outcomes. Their philosophy is simple, deliver well-defined, measurable business outcomes to their clients through the engagement of subject matter experts with real-world experience. Services include, too many services to mention. They can be found at www.loxhamsolutions.com.au. Our next sponsor is NDO Sups. NDO Sups, like I always say, didn't really give us enough good copy to read. So I'm just going to talk about the fact that they are great. Max swears by them. It's a recovery tool with their recovery B-peptides that will help you aid your recovery and your training. So if you want to check out uh, uh, NDO subs, 
Check out www.ndosups.com and use ADVF Radio for 10% off at checkout. Also, we are sponsored by Audible. Audible is... Uh, I can't find the copy for Audible. Audio, Audible is uh, an audiobook warehouse, basically, online warehouse, and they are offering a free one-month membership to any Adventure Fruit Radio listeners. So... You'll, and, a, and a free audiobook to, me, uh, to boot, sorry. So, what you'll need to do, guys, is head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio and check out their offer. Sign yourself up and get your free audiobook. I recommend... Uh, I'm not going to recommend a book today. Uh, Tommy recommended A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking, which, uh, which we'll keep plugging because that's a good one. I've got it in my, uh, in my bookshelf. I just haven't read it yet. I'm reading The Wizard of the Upper Amazon at the moment, which is a great book. Not sure it's on Audible. Anyway, it's www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF radio. We are also sponsored by Adventure Fit Travel. Adventure Fit Travel is an tr- adventure travel company for the fitness community. What you guys can do though, um, I want you guys to head to our Facebook, Adventure Fit Travel's Facebook or Adventure Fit Radio's Facebook. We have a survey in there. I want you guys to go in and fill out the survey. It's pinned to the top of our posts. That will tell us, the survey will tell us what type of podcast you want to listen to. We've got what type of guests do you want, rating our segments, what type of fields do you want us to go into, what lengths of the shows you want. So we want you guys to chuck in your uh, the details in there for us and... We're going to pick one lucky winner in one week's time and they're going to get a $1,000 Adventure Fit Travel voucher. So, it's super easy. There's only a f- small, small handful of people that have um, filled out the survey now. So, you're a good chance to win $1,000 to travel with us at Adventure Fit Travel. So, that's it from me. Here is Christmas Abbott. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. No touching of the hair or face. And that's it! Yo! Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where did we come from? Are we alone in the universe? What is the future of the human race? Come with me if you want to live. some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. All right, Christmas, welcome to Adventure Fit Radio. I'm uh, sitting here with Mac on my right and Tommy on my right as always. And before we throw to Christmas, we're going to start off with... Tommy's tribute. Alrighty. I, uh, I'm a little bit flat at the moment, so let me just... <coughs> I think I'm on. Alright, this is a uh, cover by John Lee Hooker. Boom, boom. Where we're sitting here with Chris. Miss Abbott. <laughs> If I'm being honest, she's a chick I think is rad. <laughs> it could be the tats. 
<laughs> All the banter. But whatever it is, <laughs> I'm excited to have you on the show. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. She's involved in many things. From CrossFit to NASCAR pits. <laughs> She's an entrepreneur. And she writes for the times. I do a lot of things as well. <laughs> Said they're embarrassing to tell. So without further ado, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah. Bravo. Yeah. Thank you. That was Thank one you. of the better ones, man. Yeah. That was awesome. I felt on. I didn't, I didn't feel flat. I felt very aware my nah. voice was. So that's uh, <laughs> I'm up and about that. that. Great. Yeah. I'm really happy with it. Good, good. <laughs> So. No, if anybody's ever made a song for me. Oh, there you go. Happy to be the first. Yeah. Give me a high five. Yes. You guys just had a moment. We had a moment here. We're, we're sharing have a moment a moment here. of ourselves. And I've got a tattoo well. as well. <laughs> and I do a lot of things. <laughs> Embarrassing things. Embarrassing things, yeah. We won't go into that. All right, cool. Good stuff. So, Christmas, you're over in Melbourne. Tell us, um, tell us a little bit about yourself and then you can tell us about your upbringing. Tell us a little bit about who is Christmas Abbott. Oh, man. I just... I like to give the analogy, there's a whole bunch of tennis balls in a dryer, and then I just have to figure out how to work through that. <laughs> gotcha. That is my life. Um, really, that's kind of no like my brain. I analogy means, but I'll... You're a uh, think ball, about mate. a tennis ball and how it bounces around in the gotcha. dryer, mm. and then put a whole bunch more in there. Right, that's okay. my day-to-day in my brain. Right. And so I kind of, I worked really hard to be able to structure my life so I can thrive in the chaos, mm-hmm. and um, have figured out how to make it work for me. So I'm involved in a lot of different things, <laughs> <laughs> and some have been embarrassing. <laughs> God, we're so similar. <laughs> um, and, and ultimately, I just, I just love life. And all that it brings, and you I seem just want to be, doing be it able. Well. Thanks. You know, I, I fucked it up for a long time, mm-hmm. so I'm trying to. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Oh, for sure. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Time <laughs> or fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What did you fuck um, up? Yeah. Oh man, I just I allowed myself to be a product of my environment and use mm. all these excuses early on in my life, even before I knew that that's what I was doing. Uh, I started, you know, smoking at 13, Same. drugs. Yeah. <laughs> Moment, yeah, man. yes. <laughs> Damn. We were rebels. <laughs> Two to one. I actually didn't. It's a total lie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. No, I, no, I, say, I, have, I have. That's the only high time, I'm a bad time we're going to high five that. <laughs> that's um, right, yeah. It was, it was shared struggle. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I just ran with it, and I allowed my – my growing up environment, the fact that my parents weren't into fitness or health and wellness, and you know they were like biker hippies. So were mine. Yeah. I'm not actually saying that as a, as a liner. Yeah. So I know I know the 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 lifestyle. Yeah, the, and the backdrop to, to to kind of be raised on that. Continue. Yeah. So I just ran with it, and I've always been. Ki- I mean, I think that my genetics and like my family kind of history is like we're we're rebels. You know, yep. we I can throw down. <laughs> so I just did, and I embraced that full capacity, and then you know, kind of realized that eventually the decisions I was making was going to end up um, killing me. What was the significant moment that uh, had that mind shift? The significant moment, I was working in Iraq. I had been there three weeks or less, and we had mortars come in and a couple hundred meters away, and it kind of puts things in perspective real fast. So you're, you're literally getting bombed, and you... I have wow. this epiphany of like, oh, shit, I'm smoking, I'm drinking, I'm in a war zone. How many more decisions is it going to take for myself, like for me to kill myself? Mm. And then you're like, fuck. You don't, like at that point in my life, I wasn't like, I'm going to live this amazing life. You know, like this is my changes I'm going to make. I didn't have that 
that clarity. Hey, hey what's happening? Mm. I don't know. Oh, no. That's a bomb. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh. I've a big fear of ghosts. Oh, the listeners will listen. Oh, maybe they won't. Yeah. We had a ghost, oh. little ghost story we just told before the show, guys. So, I'm already a little bit nervous right now. So, I just cannot. We're going to protect you. Yeah, please. Okay. You're among friends. Are you in the new Ghostbusters, actually? All chicks. I don't know about this. All chicks, you didn't get a role? No. No. Is, is it all girls? Uh, why didn't you call me? It was <laughs> yeah. Warner Brothers, hello. Well, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, so you're in, uh, you're in Iraq. Yeah. So. And so I just, I just realized that I wanted something better for myself versus, um, you know, just being like, fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I, I saw, like, the, the kind of fork in the road that I could be. Uh, and, and not my potential, but – and it wasn't like I have the self-worth automatically. I still didn't – value myself but i just wanted something better i mm. wanted to feel better mm. and really that good. came with just making better decisions not necessarily good decisions just incrementally better, better. incrementally <laughs> better yeah that's i good. won't have a that dot <laughs> i'll have one today yeah <laughs> good I, uh, that's it good. makes a difference it does <laughs> a lot of people i don't think get to that that fork in the road they don't see it you know no I especially not with, that um, aggressively that's right i grew up with a lot of people that all some of my best friends who, you know, some of my friends have lost their marbles, so to speak, from yeah. you know, the, the drug taking from when I, me, it was probably 23, 24, yeah. South American trip, took too much cocaine and said, I'm never taking drugs again and I haven't since. Mm-hmm. A lot of my friends have kind of kept on and they're still my friends and they're still great people, but a lot of them have never had that opportunity, something come up and they've, I would say a lot of them have lost some sort mm-hmm. of grip, you know, to some extent. So. Yeah. It really is a different experience, a different reality. Um, until how, you... Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. No, I was going to say, how did you fight your addiction? How did you overcome it? I found new addictions. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, good, good there's answer. variance of addictive personalities, and I, I'm well aware that I have an addictive personality. Mine is not so aggressive, you know, so it's a, you know, continuum where you have, you can try something once and you're, like, absolutely addicted for life, and you can't get away from it, and it holds you, where some people can do it recreationally, whatever it may be, and never really get fixed. I think that I'm right in the middle, where I can do something a couple times, and then if I continue at it, then I'm going to develop that addiction, Um, or I can walk away from it, and my life is kind of reflected that that was with drugs, like, that was the time that I turned away from it, was I was in it, I saw myself I mean, I was doing math before I went overseas. Right. And that's how, like, wow. you're in it. You know, shit, I couldn't afford Coke. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Well, I was in South America, so you couldn't afford <laughs> <Yeah>. Coke. <laughs> yeah. I was buying it for $6 a gram. <laughs> you couldn't really want it, Chris. Good time. <laughs> Just throwing around. Um, so, you know, you get to a point where you're like, oh, man, I'm in it. And you either continue to get into it mm-hmm. um, or you try and crawl out of it. And, you know, luckily for me, my turning point for that was that I got a job overseas. And I had to quit doing drugs in order to pass the drug test. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it was that extreme. But I just kind of refocused to something else. And it was quitting smoking the first thing and then exercise. And then I found CrossFit. And now it's working. Mm-hmm. You know, working is my addiction. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I'm able to find a better balance of my health and control those addictions, that severity of the addictions, with um, more positive uh, influences because anything can have a negative mm. side effect. You know, health and wellness can be an addiction in a negative way where you could become obsessed. You know, bodies. Absolutely. You know, Mac, Mac was speaking before um, when we were interview with Lockie and uh, Raf about 
he had what he would call a bad, unhealthy addiction with to CrossFit and training. Yeah, because it it's took over rampant. his life, and his life wasn't enjoyable. Absolutely, yeah, it, it, it was. It was ruining my life. Absolutely, I, um, I've been there. <laughs> I've been there. Um, I actually talk about this in my nutrition seminar. Is making sure that you maintain a quality of life and that if you are over there in the corner fucking cutting lines of your protein powder because you have to have exactly X amount of grams mm. of your protein powder, then you are too far <laughs> in. Mm. So, yeah. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, you're too far. Yeah. So any good thing can have a negative effect yeah, absolutely. if you go too far with I it. I've got to stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it. I like a bin. <laughs> How would you suggest to someone who fights uh, addiction, whether it be drugs, food, CrossFit, uh, and they have no motivational drive to uh, fill that void? Because you're, you're saying you just replaced one addiction with another addiction. Is that a healthy approach? It's not and a healthy approach, but I know that. what I'm other approaches could we take? Yeah. I'm a, it took me a while to realize that I have an addictive personality. Um, and, you know, support groups, accountability helps me control that. Meaning, like, not support groups like AA, but I think that that's a, a brilliant um, thing. And I think I've seen a lot of people use that that aren't alcoholics for just almost like life, mm, life <laughs> just like life guidance. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It makes you become aware with what you want and yourself and honest. Um, so I just, I've really um, relied on structure and discipline. And if you don't have that motivation to change, then you can't make that change. Yeah, um, people say they want it, but if they look, you know, it's like people want to get fit, but they won't pay the membership fee because they don't have the money to do it, quote unquote, but they go out and get railed every weekend and spend a membership fee in one night of boozing. Mm. It's okay. So you don't have, you don't really want it. Mm. And I think that people have to find their bottom, whatever it is in order to be able to make that change. My bottom just happened to be mortars coming into my campground mm. and realizing that I was going to die. Um, unfortunately, most people don't have that, that, larger epiphany mm. um but people will say that they want something but when it's put in yeah. front of them or they have the opportunity to take it most people are lazy and they don't want to do the work it's such yeah. a um real experience to have that that epiphany in that in that environment was it something that um so you're talking about this changing your life around scenario is that something that hit you straight away when you were in this in the in these panic stations or was it something you upon reflection you started to think about it was definitely developed over the years yeah. you know i just realized that I knew I didn't want to die. And the first decision that I made from that was to quit smoking. And because I loved smoking. <laughs> it's the, I used to <laughs> always, what I, what I would do is I would only, I smoked when I was like 14, 15, 16, 17. Yeah. But then from then on for about seven years, I was a social smoker. But the way it would work is I would drink on a Friday and Saturday night and I would be so excited to drive down <laughs> to the bottle shop to drive through in Australia. I'm not sure we have drive through so it's like a McDonald's drive through for liquor? Where for, we, with, for liquor. So I would when drive... country enough, you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. City, so, yeah. You know so you know <laughs> it well. <laughs> we just so drive directly through the shop, <laughs> steal all the shit and go. We call it's it drive-thru. You might call it drive-by. We call it... We call it robbery. You basically... Yeah, you murder a few people, you take the money, you get the beer. Yeah, you <laughs> but um, what I would do is I would be so excited on a Friday night to go straight down and go through the bottle and I would buy the beers and then I'd buy a full pack of cigarettes and I would open my beer, have a sip of my beer so I could justify in my head 
that I'd be okay to have a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. That was like the, the, the point that it had gotten to. Mm. And I kind of, I was in that frame of mind for a fair while, but then I eventually, probably about three or four years ago, decided enough was enough as well. Yeah. But um, I totally agree. I mean, as, for me, it felt just normal. There yeah. was a beer in one hand. I was like, all right, well, what but do I do with But it was your right normal. Hand? Yes, That's it the was. Thing. All that my was, friends. All that my, was your My normal. family growing up, my mum and dad were um, legit the same. They, were, um, they grew up, my dad was a biker. They, they grew up, my mum was a hippie. And um, they used to smoke heaps of weed. They won't really mind me saying this. I mean, dad's always been a weed smoker. He's not really anymore. But I grew up around that environment. So mm. I thought that was, that was, you know, that was normal. My parents were great parents, are great parents. Mm-hmm. But it was just probably their upbringing became my upbringing which yeah made it normal I suppose. yeah yep. yeah it was the same for me for sure i mean and my parents weren't like open about the pot they smoked but you know you hang around and everybody's like boozing it up my dad yeah. had the mohawk and everything um can i ask one question you can ask a lot of questions i once uh <laughs> i once do you know have you ever been asked do you know the um the ufc fighter i knew you know the question you know is that your dad no oh, oh man <laughs> i uh i don't know how aware but one because i'm a usc fan and i've obviously seen a lot of stuff that you've done over the years so i don't know where i found it but i saw a photo of like christmas abbott compared to her dad tank abbott, <laughs> yeah. tank abbott. Uh. you ever seen tank abbott no he's like six foot four 120 kilos with a shaved head and a long gray goatee down to like yeah. the middle of his chest He's the most yeah. Well, you, you've definitely got the goatee, but I just can't see <laughs> 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 yeah. I've been working on it. Yeah, I've been it's good. working on it's good. it. Yeah. Should put that in the song. I cut you off there somewhere. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just had to clarify. Yeah. Um, I don't even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, rock yeah. and rolling. Yeah, you were just talking about your, your upbringing. So, we've <clears throat> discussed that, I suppose. So, when, um, when did it become, when did you know that fitness wanted to, you wanted fitness to become your life, sorry? It, it wasn't, it really wasn't until. It was much later than most people think. So I, I quit smoking. It took me three months to gather the courage. Yep. And then I tried running. That was a disaster. I was like, fuck fitness. Running <laughs> shit. Stupid. Yeah. Um, it was awful. Mm. I couldn't walk for a week. And then, you know, just out of boredom in a, in a military base, you either drink, play poker, or you work out. And I had tried to eliminate these other two options. Yep. And so eventually I was like, oh, I'll try the elliptical. I yeah. rocked the elliptical. Nice. <laughs> yeah, nice. I don't even care. Like, who knows it? It yeah. was amazing. <laughs> um, and so slowly through just doing a little bit of that, I saw a change in my body. And that was the first time that I saw that I was making decisions that were positively affecting me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when you quit smoking, all you do is you think about smoking. You don't actually get to see the benefit of, the, of that decision. Yep. And so the elliptical gave me kind of instant gratification over a course of a couple of weeks. And that's when I really sparked my interest in fitness because I was like, wow, I'm making a decision. It's showing what else can I do? Mm. It's kind of like much where people come in and do CrossFit and they do one pull up for the first time. They're like, give me everything. I'm going to do muscle ups. Um, I kind of went into that same little frenzy. And literally it wasn't until a few years ago probably about six, six-ish years ago that I started to be able to make it my full-time job. And I started a boot camp outside, and I just didn't know. And my friend was like, why don't you do this? I was like, well, because I'm not that person. I'm not the fitness person. You mm-hmm. know, I'm late to the game because I found it in my 20s versus you feel like a, phony? a groomed. You know, I think that every successful person kind of feels in the back of their mind that they, you know, at any point you're like, they're going to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm, but sure. honestly, he was like, why not you? You have the experience. You have the love, the passion. Uh, and so I was like, well, fuck it. Let me try it out. And it was kind of uh, a great spark since then. And really, it's just been 
trying new things and, and playing and having a good time. And that's what I want to keep doing. Mm -hmm. As soon as it's an awful experience and I hate it, then I'm, I'm going to back mm. away. Good. You know? I like that. Mm. Cool. And um, so you're over here in Australia at the moment. So yeah. from, from, um, <coughs> from these um, uh, six years ago, these boot camps, you've built yourself quite a brand, the Christmas Abbott brand. Yeah. So you're here at the moment. We want to touch on your entrepreneurial stuff but you you're here at the moment is it the badass body diet are you yeah. promoting your um so i have the book the badass yep. body diet book and that spawned from my nutrition seminar mm -hmm. uh the body review is the nutrition seminar name so i'm doing the nutrition seminar and just having a good time cool loving some some australia yeah <laughs> so what, what, what's been the highlights of australia then for you Everybody is so nice. Oh, we're the uh, best, aren't we? Yes. <laughs> and we know it. These three. I know. Uh, pretty and cool. you guys are proud of it, and it's amazing. <laughs> and I'm just walking around, and we're just, you know, it just makes me want to be nicer. Mm. You know? Like, I'm, I'm Does going Does it make you want to be Australian? Go Australian. Huh? <laughs> Does it make you? I'm actually, uh, I'm actually talking about coming back uh, this fall, my fall, so like, September or October, mm -hmm. I'm working on my next book and I wanted to do a few weeks in Australia and a few weeks in Bali yep. to oh, cool. kind of um, unplug, detach, because I can't detach if I'm in my city, Absolutely. you know, mm -hmm. it's like coming to the gym and trying not to work out. Yeah. Mm. And I just want to detach and be around amazing people that are yep. super Perfect. nice and a, a different atmosphere. I just flew in <laughs> from Bali uh, about a week ago or five Everybody days ago. goes. Yeah, it was good. I've been there. It's very common for Australians. I've been there eight yeah. times. Yeah. It's like your Mexico, our, our yeah. version of Mexico. Got it. You know? So it's yeah. just on your doorstep there. Um, but yeah, Bali's great. Bali's a great place to unwind. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so cool. You've got the Badass Body Seminar. So what's the, oh, the Badass, uh, the, the Body Review Seminars and the Badass Body Book. So what is, what is the main, um, what's the thing that you're trying to get across with these seminars? What are your, what are your, um, what's your message? Help me out. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You know, other than the prescription of the actual nutrition, which doesn't have to be super dialed in, what I'm telling people and what I'm really trying to convey is that it doesn't have to be perfect. It needs to be consistent. You have to have that that quality of life consistently in your life in order to be able to be for it to be sustainable. Mm -hmm. uh, if you, you can have the perfect diet regimen, but if you are miserable, you're not going to stick to it. Yeah, that's, right. that's why people yo-yo diet. That's, I hate the word diet too. I literally mm. fought mm. Harper Collins on this book to not have that word on there, but they convinced me, they're like, look, it's going to get a little bit more, you know, have your message inside, people, but it's going to um, reach a little bit more yeah. people if you if you put it on there initially. So my thing is, is that it doesn't have to be perfect. It's yours to decide and dictate how far you want to go with it. And even if you just apply the fundamentals, you're going to be so much further in your physical well-being mm -hmm. because your nutrition is dialed in. Mm -hmm. And it's just a great program, and you can tweak it to you so it's not a one-size-fits-all. Uh, but ultimately, you have to maintain a quality of life, yep. and this program allows it. So, what's your yeah. what's your baseline? You're saying, oh, this baseline, then you tweak it to you. Yeah. You're talking to say, t I'm going to guess, 20 people in your seminar, or maybe more. Or it maybe varies, less. yeah. Yep. And then you have this baseline. What is this baseline that you work so on? So it depends on. First, you have to know your goal. Whether there's three different types of um, bodies, and then there's like four categories. So. Depending on what your goal is, basically there's the modifier. So that person wants to do major modifications to their body. So example of like fat loss, mm -hmm. um, weight loss. 
then there's the maintainer. So that person's pretty close to where they are, but they just want to sculpt and build versus, you know, like I would be a maintainer most of the time. Mm -hmm. And then there's the gainer, the person that wants to put on mass, you know, like mass and or maybe they're just grossly underweight and they just want to gain weight. Mm. Then there's the minimalist. So it, it would be one of those body types, but just no way in a measuring of your macros and um, being able to loosely apply this concept, which I love, you know, as long as you understand the fundamentals, I do this without even thinking anymore. I don't weigh and measure shit unless it's right before a competition and yeah. I have to make weight. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so there's the different body types where you fall into play and then your goal. Let's be honest with what you want, you know, People were like, oh, I want abs, but they don't want to do the work for it. Uh, so, mm. and then restrictions. I don't want to restrict people too much. If you start taking things away from me and I know that I, I can't have them, I immediately want them and I immediately obsess. <laughs> so let's keep Cigarettes. them in. Obsess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cigarettes still? Cigarettes? Yeah. <laughs> no, actually, you know, because I quit so long ago, yeah. but for a while, for many years, sure, I'd like yeah. walk by a smoker and I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially if I drank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, well, now sorry, it just Claire. actually, it turns my stomach and I become furious mm, if I mm. smell cigarettes. Fuck, I shouldn't have had that packet before. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, oh. So how does the baseline of the diet uh, vary from something, say, like the zone diet? So your proteins, carbs, right. fats in that kind of macro. So that's for performance. Do you have, um, is it less carbs, more fat? Is it, what? what's the... Well, it depends on your body. So it depends on what your goal is. Mm -hmm. That's adjusted to your goal. But ultimately, like, I love the zone diet. Yeah, I was a zone dieter for a while. The way that I came about this is, like, I consider my diet regimen kind of the CrossFit diet in the sense of I cherry-picked the things that worked and left all the bullshit. Mm -hmm. So I tried a variant, like, a ton of different diet regimens because I wanted to know how I performed best. And what worked for me physically didn't necessarily work for me emotionally or mentally mm -hmm. and vice versa because, like, if you have the perfect whatever. But I also, like, the zone diet works really great with balancing your the hormonal response to food mm -hmm. because food is a drug. Yep. And if anybody tells you otherwise, then they have never been hangry. <laughs> um, and we eat to satisfy our soul. And, um, you know, I go in and I'm like, you shouldn't be restrictive. Remember that the cheats are for the soul, but so food's for performance. What is, what, is the, uh, what is the cheat? Uh, how many cheat days do you get in the, the badass body? There's no cheat days. Plan. Like, okay. fuck, really? Well, how do you, how do you, like structure, <laughs> how do you structure a... Tub, uh, tub of Do you like that term, cheat? <laughs> I don't. Um, yeah. But kind of gauge that. There's yeah. nef. There's not really one that I can. There's not a word that I can replace it no. with yet. Yeah. Because here it is: is that it is toxic to your body. Mm. You are cheating on your body. Um, cheats for me are classifications of sugar or alcohol. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm having pasta. I'm fine with that. As long as I'm balancing my macros for that meal yep. properly, I'm okay with that. For sure. Um, and and I, as long as I also know that it's going to affect my performance a little bit, and if I continue to eat it regularly, then it's going to affect my aesthetics. Yep. So that's why I'm like, hey, be re real with what you want. Because you can – the thing about the zone diet that I was kind of getting to is that it was made for middle America for you to be able to eat shit but still get a positive hormonal response. Mm -hmm. And it was limited because we were still eating these processed foods and you can saying that you can live off of sausage, beer, and, and sour cream and mm. be okay. Um, for my program, there's nothing that's really taken away other than sugar and alcohol. And that's even allowed on a weekly basis. 
properly, like yeah. properly implemented. Yeah. Yeah. So as soon as they understand how to balance each meal and what they're looking for in the quality scale of your macros, then they have such so much more control over their diet regiment yeah. and their cheats are guilt-free. Yeah, mm. and it's probably not having having the processed uh, or the refined carbohydrates is probably gives it a little bit more variance in their in their diet as well to save them just butting their head up against a sweet potato all day every day. I mean, Ugh. that's everybody's number one paleo. That's yeah, that's that's your go-to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm the same. I've been eating um, pre-packaged meals from a company in Australia, and it's good because I could get a mixture of both. I, but I was trying to take in, I was trying to um, gain a little bit of weight for my weightlifting class because I was a yeah. low 85 and now I wanted to be a full blooded 85. And so I started <laughs> to take in heaps of rice, heaps of pasta, heaps of more processed carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. And it just didn't work for me at all. It made my brain foggy, made me feel sluggish. Yeah. But now I'm back to a mixture of um, sweet potato for my main source of carbs and rices and pastas and stuff from time to time mm-hmm. it's much better and it's not as boring do you, you know? find it's a mental thing that you're looking to be foggy no i don't think so i, would, I haven't eaten i hadn't eaten any processed or refined carbs apart from one slice of bread three times a week with um with breakfast i hadn't had anything like that in a long time and i started taking in um lots and lots of rices and and probably two meals a day was um the main source of carbohydrates was rice or pasta and i felt sluggish i felt i really felt gross so this is a great example of like the gainer program. I actually go on a gainer program for weightlifting too because yep. I have to try and get my squat up. Um, but it, it allows more starchier carbs. Starches and grains are really – it's allowed in any of the programs. It's just a percentage of how much and, and how often and yep. what your training program looks like. Um, so I actually incorporate lots of starches and grains when I'm on my gainer cycle because as a competitor, I cannot sit there and eat this quote unquote clean meal where it's like nothing but lettuce and how many, how much barley can you eat before you're just torturing everybody around you? Barley's the best, but I mean, it's, but it's, <laughs> it's <the worst>. disaster, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Be understanding, but also like, I don't want to sit down and eat a full plate. You're making yourself miserable by how much you're eating. So I reduce the amount by increasing the density of the carbohydrates yes. and, mm. and density of the the um, the meat. I, I, mm. I want to say grams or is it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Grams. Okay. Yep. Cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm You're allowed to say it. Okay. <laughs> you, can, you can talk metric if you like. Yeah. Yeah. We've got American <laughs> listeners. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> three or four, I think, for now. Uh, three, three feet of broccoli yeah. is what you were going Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty incredible how much, (laughs) and I tell people too, I'm like, manipulate this diet. So if you want more food, then go into this category. If you want less food to just sit down and eat in one sitting, then go here. If you want to start training heavy, I can't eat vegetables and lift heavy weights. I do not have the energy for it. So I, I, you know, I incorporate heavier um, grains and starches occasionally. Mm. I need that. Yeah. You have to have it. For sure. Me and Tommy were having the discussion earlier because he's in the same boat as me. Um, I just wanted gain to put in. on a couple, of, couple, yeah. couple <laughs> of kilos, and it's just the problem with a lot of uh, with a lot of that is just the volume of food that you actually have to take in mm. exactly. can just be staggering. So that's why I was having a discussion with Tommy because I eat my weightlifting coach. Um, he's an old school weightlifting coach, so he wanted me to do some more of a dirty bulk for a portion of time. I love a dirty bulk where I where <laughs> I just take in. So what I would do, what I would do Christmas, I would go and train, and then on my way home from training, I would stop at the petrol station and I would get a custard donut. Oh. Or a muffin, oh. an iced coffee, and yeah. then I would screenshot it 
and uh, sorry, take a photo and send it to my coach. My coach would be like, yeah, good boy, good boy. Did yeah. you fill your car up as well? well. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah. I, say, I, say. <laughs> I just went straight to the So it's funny. Yeah. I actually turn to when I really want to put on some size and I have some time to, to lift through it. Um, I put a lot of dairy into my diet regimen. Yeah. Mm. Yogurts, milks, Spot on creams. Oh, my God. I do oatmeal in the morning with um, powder protein and then heavy whipping cream you guys apparently don't Ooh, have this here that's good it is fucking good <laughs> <laughs> seen the, uh, should see the smoothie i had this morning i had uh, i had a uh, few scoops of protein um a ton of milk two bananas a uh, shit ton of ice cream and half an avocado what sort of ice mm. cream Ooh, vanilla hey. this has just turned Ooh, into a porn po- oh. food porn session <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm actually is cutting weight. I'm cutting weight while I'm here. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, no. I've been like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, man. But yeah, so I've been on okay. a bit of more of a dirty box though because I just don't have time. I can't take in enough right. food. So I, I have three to four maybe good meals of quality food right. and then I shovel a whole bunch of, you know, not so healthy I mean, but you, I would never look at you and be like, oh man, he's smashing donuts. Yeah, that's right. Every I'm, day. I've got well, the fastest how about you take that shit off, mate? And well, we'll uh, <laughs> because you have the, the training program to support it, right? Yeah, that's right. I train yeah. five, six days a week and um, I train two, half, two and a half hours a day. So yeah. whatever goes in life. is coming straight out, you know? <laughs> mm. Mm. Even when you're bulking or um, talking to others about bulking, do you still try to talk about balancing hormone levels and, and all yeah, that sort of thing? Yeah, because even when you're bulking, you know, there's... There's still like an insulin response. You still are getting it's I tell people I'm like drug you know, food is your drug and a prescription. You're not going to just get a prescription from your doctor, thirty pills, or you know, say it's eighty pills for a month. Well, you don't know when and how much to take it. And so food is it needs to be scheduled or at least at least with fit into your schedule. So you know when to eat and you can accommodate appropriately. Sure. Uh, and people just, they just wing it. Mm. It's like the most important part of your day and you're pissing it away. Mm. Literally just like, whatever. Oh, I think I'm just going to find something. And they have, they put no forethought onto it. So when I talk about my seminar, like I talk about how to prepare for success and how to prep that. And the work is done on the front end and it's going to pay dividends in the back. Um, and literally. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes oh. I'm just so funny to myself. Yeah. <laughs> Are we talking about poo now? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. What? I don't know what that what is. Did you say the word poo? I think I did. Poo. <laughs> yeah. Poo. Oh. Wait, how do you, how do you say it? it. I, I like, you said oh, poo now. Crap. Oh, poo now. <laughs> or poo nah. No. We'll, we'll just leave it as well. Yeah, we'll leave okay. it at poo for today. <laughs> All yeah. right. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, so you're it, right. it really does. Imp- it's important to, you know, balance those hormonal levels throughout the day. And that just gives you so much more stability in like the way that you think, the way that you feel, your emotional well-being. People don't understand that it mm. it affects everything. It's mm. like pretending that you're going to be okay if you start your day off with a, a line of blow. Mm. Like all day you're going to be like in this kind of weird frenzy spin tail. Great first 30 to 40 <laughs> Isn't minutes it? Yeah. Isn't it? Probably get all your day's work <laughs> done in that 30, 40 minutes. Morning, Tom. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> But starting your day off with a bowl of cereal and orange juice is doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yep. How's that analogy? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I just get the feeling when people, um, you know, from speaking to a lot of the members at the gym that I work at and other people in the fitness industry, you know, dirty bog, it's like, sweet, all righty, I'm eating whatever the fuck I want. I'm going hardcore. But you, you hit the nail on the head before, you know, the body the body just takes what it needs and then gets rid of the rest of the shit that it doesn't need. And it's, it's, it's hard. I don't know. I, I find that... Um, when I'm trying to bulk, I um, God, I don't know the word. Trying to put on muscle, um, or 
Gain. 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 Yeah. Hit, that, hit those gains. gains. Hard gain. That was an American accent, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can do that, bro. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, I just That was like I, a frat American accent. Oh, God. Yeah, I went to uh, – this He's is a, a massive tangent. But um, uh, me and my mates went to America um, the end of last year. And um, we went into a frat party. And the amount of dudes just talking about beers and chicks and yeah. pizza, bro. Oh. It was just insane, man. And I was like, whoa, this is a lot to handle. I feel the like I'm in Mexico. It's rampant. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only in America. Oh, it's good. But um, yeah, I just find that, um, oh, apart from having the, the temptation of, okay, I'm on a dirty box. I'm going to eat whatever I want now. Um, it's just too hard for me. I don't know. It's just, do you, do you talk about much? So when you're talking about um, with your um, clients and stuff about putting on weight, do you go to the side that the Bill's talking about or do you stick to a more cleaner approach? Um, no, I let them know that they have to get a little dirty with it. I'm not advocating donuts because there you have that sugar mm-hmm. and I don't want to, to feed that addiction and we, we sweet, unknowingly sweet have that addiction. <laughs> I am such a sugarholic. Mm. Um, but ultimately, you know, I try and push them towards more the, the starchy or and, you know, the starchier carbs, yeah. uh, grains and dairy, yep. specifically dairy if they're bulking. And then they freak out. They're like, oh, man, what about the inflammation? I'm like, you you can handle that mm-hmm. a little while. You know, you just make sure that you're aggressive with your anti-inflammatories and your supplements. But ultimately, you use that as a, a bridge. So I implement dairy into my training regimen to get me to a certain point, And then I take it out. And I allow my the benefits to shine mm-hmm. from the, the starchier carbs and the dairies. But I'm still trying to stay away from that sugar addiction yep. that is really going to mess you up dairy's um dairy's a big one for me as well i i've gone through two periods one when i was crossfitting years ago where i was like 80 kilos probably around about 80 i wanted mm-hmm. to put on i did a uh, competition where i was um there was a few workouts that were prohibitively uh heavy like i couldn't actually get through the workout i wasn't gassed but i couldn't get through so i wanted to get strong yeah and my coach back in the day when i was crossfitting he just put me on a, a dairy diet He's like, drink as much milk as you can take in, nearly. Oh. And I, I don't have a lack. I'm not. I'm fine with lactose. Yeah. I can just drink it by the gallon. So I, I was drinking like two or three liters of milk a day, <laughs> only for a short period of time, like three months. And then after that, I just have a real sweet tooth of milk. So I still take in cream. a fair bit of not cream, just oh. a fair bit of full cream milk. Okay. Did you um, find that cream. your joints were a bit sore? No nah. inflammatories and all that. Didn't give me. Didn't give me any grief, really. Yeah. 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 It depends. I think it's really individually dependent. Um, but I have found that, like, I definitely feel the inflammation. Mm. My my body doesn't like it very much, but I love the results that it gives me. Yep. So depending on what your goal is and what your body can handle, you don't know unless you test it. Yes. And sure. there's, like, this, this very anti-dairy movement right now. But that shit works. Yeah. Mm. And it's the best complete meal there is, nearly. Yeah. I've yeah. got yeah. everything. Milk, full cream milk. Beautiful, and if you uh, haven't had yeah. heavy whipping cream on your oatmeal, then you have not experienced life. <laughs> Damn. I don't think I've experienced life. <laughs> yeah. I think Holy that, shit. And it, we asked for heavy cream when we got here. Um, and they, were, they thought we were asking for ice cream in our coffee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, right. Sounds so delicious, on the, no. on the other side of the scale then, so you've got bulking. What about uh, you're trying to cut a little bit? Yeah. You know, do you stick to... If you take out your dairy, your grains, are you more a paleo approach or yeah. you, you know, higher protein? What's your base? Cutters in paleo um, pisses me off. Lose weight. No, I'm just talking gen- like I'm weight, just loss. weight loss. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. General yeah, weight loss. Yeah. Uh, so let's identify that as fat loss. Okay. Um, because weight loss, you know, I don't want to lose my muscle. Most people like to have their muscle, and but it's usually an excess amount of fat that they're trying to get rid of. 
And with fat loss, I specifically recommend a the premium category of my diet regimen, which is like whole foods, meaning not the grocery store, but <laughs> you know, fruits, vegetables, meats, and fats, nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. any kind of bu- variations of butters for that. Yep. Not like dairy butter, but nut butters, seed butters. Um, and But you can't stay in there 100% of the time because you're going to be driving your head through a wall because you're eating such large meals in order to be able to get enough food to sustain your life and lifestyle. Those are two different things, like the ability to have your organ function versus the ability to go and perform well in your CrossFit workout mm-hmm. or whatever fitness regimen it is, or even to be smart during your work. Um, and so I tell people, I'm like, you can be cutting weight. So right now I'm starting to cut weight. So I'm going into my modifier and I go into my modifier, which is just a little bit more restrictive on the, like no dairy, little bit of starchy greens here and there, but ultimately I'm going to be eating those whole foods for the most part. And I'm balancing my macros every meal and I'm just making sure that I'm, I'm eating enough to sustain my life and lifestyle, but not eating to excess where I'm going to be gaining mass or, or extra body fat. And, you know, it kind of sucks because I like to eat (laughs) and I'm here in Australia and you guys have some amazing places to eat. And I'm here with my buddies and they're eating all these wonderful things. And I'm over there like my grilled fish and my veggies and my little dowel, whatever. And I'm just like, hmm. It's a big tree of broccoli (laughs) you managed to get from the U.S. to here. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you did that. (laughs) So um, what what are the most, you know, the best actionable tips that you have for people for maintaining a, a healthy body and a healthy diet people that just the general populace out there that might not be able to get to a seminar or might not you be know, able to you this know. is what i tell people i'm like no matter who you are what you do if i'm going to give you a little crossfit analogy mm-hmm. um the information that i'm going to give you is basically like learning how to do crossfit in your garage it is effective and you're going to have a good time with it and you're going to be you know you'll see a huge difference immediately. However, if you go to your CrossFit gym for a month, learn the fundamentals, do workouts, and understand the movements and and how to execute the workouts, you're going to see an exponentially um, increased benefit. Yes. Right? Mm, For sure. So my one-on-one, you doing CrossFit in your gym without having to ever go to a CrossFit um, nutritional advice is – Balance your macronutrients, so a fat, a carbohydrate, and a protein every meal. So really, we were looking at proteins and carbohydrates and just enough fat to make you feel full and happy. Mm -hmm. People understand that that fat satiates your appetite. And so a lot of people tend to overeat because they don't have that fat component. Yeah. and so we really macadamia nuts. Yeah, I always have a bag. God, of I love them. Mm. I will eat a whole bag. Mind. Pardon? They're like my my crap. Well, you know, you know what, uh, <laughs> you know what I do as well because they're really expensive in Australia. They're so, expensive in the states. Yeah, so we have um, we have a self checkout, self scanning checkout. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you go and um, it's like pick your own lollies. <laughs> so basically, you steal. No, no, I don't steal. Wait, let me let me. I don't finish. steal. I just borrow. So, internally. <laughs> so what I do is I scoop up a full bag, a ridiculous size bag. The bag would cost me like forty dollars. I go through and I punch in. So you put your own sticker on there. You choose which. So you can pick like dried apricots, peanuts, <laughs> oh, man. banana chips banana are nine ninety nine per kilo. <laughs> so I go the banana chip nine ninety nine per kilo versus the forty nine yeah. ninety nine per kilo for macadamia nuts. Slap it on there. Bag of macadamia nuts. Two dollars. So how, how I'm going grocery shopping with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll show yeah. you how it's done. How is that not stealing? 
Well, it's it's um it's reducing. Ah, oh, it's reducing. Oh. Yeah. And let's just let's which 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 coals do you, do you shop at? It's a fire sale. And your name is Bill Kerr. Bill Kerr. Adventure Fit Radio. They're gonna have a person there checking people just because of you. Yeah. <laughs> I've ruined it for everyone. Yeah. I've um I've recently got on the idea of um, my mate my another um, coach who I work with got me on the idea of um, putting avocados through his onions. And uh, I mean that's not stealing. I mean you're just swapping the food, but essentially it's stealing. It's you know what stealing. I also used to do? They have in the self serve checkout in um, Safeway. Yeah. I'm legitly, I am actually a criminal, so I'll, expi- <laughs> I'll explain why. I used to, they, um, I used to work with a kid called Sizi, and he was, I was like 26, 27 at the time. I'm, yep. This is like three years ago. So Sizi was um, 21, 22, and we used to go and get lunch together. And what we would do is, I would say, Sizi, you got to spot me, bro. And he would come up, and he would stand in between me and the per- There's like one person that kind of goes up and down the six self serve checkouts. So I would make sure he blocked the person so they couldn't really get eye line view of me and then you know when you scan something it beeps uh-huh. yeah so yeah. as a person next to me would scan something I would grab something go straight past the scanner <laughs> beep at the same time and just dump it in the bag no but, no, but, the <laughs> things, but what about the, the no, things that the, go the off way it goes yeah they, off. they put the scales in because of this guy what? <laughs> they, no, they didn't used to have the scales. Oh, yeah. they have the, the scales. scales oh. and stuff, so, and yeah. it's like, so they're called the Bill Kerr's. Yeah. No way. Yeah, so I used to, I legit used to steal from stuff. <laughs> Sorry. But he doesn't anymore. He just no. switches yeah, his stickers. Re- he's, just a, he's just <laughs> an <laughs> arsonist. <laughs> just he's just Felix. gotten smarter. I'm yeah. like 30% less of a criminal. Yeah, that's cool, man. You should go to those AA meetings. <laughs> Hi, I'm Bill. <laughs> I steal. Uh, do you want to go to, should we go, is this a good time to go to... Good, the bad and the science. Mm. Ooh. Want to learn some stuff? Segment. Some feel like. Can yeah, to learn yeah, some sure. shit. Alrighty. Drop it. Alrighty. So this is a segment that we do, and um, basically it's um, something cool, so good, positive that happens in the media, something bad, and then something sciencey, because we're all um, pseudo scientists, <laughs> so we think we know a shitload about science and like black holes <laughs> and cool stuff, but we know nothing, so we want to learn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So the good. Gwyneth Paltrow lets bees sting her for beauty. The Iron Man star said that the treatment called apitherapy, apitherapy, yep, had been used for thousands of years but had fallen out of fashion in recent times. In an interview with the New York Times where she said beauty advice, she described herself as being generally open to anything. I'm always the guinea pig to try everything. I've got to try them all. She went on to say, it's painful. So Christmas, <laughs> what is your best beauty tip? Oh my god! Because I'm not really that keen to get some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, one, you know, wash your face. Yep. <laughs> okay, I'll write that down. I feel like, so I first feel tip. Like I'll start that. <laughs> there's, so, there's, there's like a slew of things that I can tell you. You know, water is a wonderful thing. Wash your face. Sunscreen. People. I'm 34, okay. and you know, fitness is the fountain of youth, and. I, I absolutely should look 10 years older um, because of the damage that I have done for a decade <laughs> to my body uh, and sometimes continue to do when I decide to have a raging <laughs> drinking night. Nice. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm honest, On right? I mean, <laughs> like, I'm not perfect, and it's I like tough. to party That's still. That's what's good. Like. Yep. It's my spirit. Mm. Um, but I think that we just, like, especially as people running around, there's so many things floating around the air. Wash your face before you go to sleep, it moisturize and drink tons of water and it just like it really is kind of like a wrinkle eraser. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So if I wanted to get on the cover of uh, Maybelline, 
Yeah. So I reckon just drink water, wash my face because I don't do that. <laughs> and, uh, and See? Uh, what was the last one again? Uh, water, yeah. face, sunscreen. Moist, oh, sunscreen. Yeah, sunscreen. Or yeah. Moisturizer, yeah. And moisturizer. Okay, yeah. I'm going to start doing You're that. On yeah, Maybe it's, it's like the simplest stuff goes such a long way. People start getting into this like frenzy of I need to do this, I need to do this chemical peel. And trust me, there's like there's a certain amount of maintenance that you have to do, but there's a, a baseline. You can't retroactively, hide, you know, mm. Regenerate those cells. You got to do the basics. Yeah. You can't, it's like you got to come in and work out three times a week before you can really do like a competition, right? You can't Mm -hmm. jump in day one to do the competition. That's the same thing with your face. I don't know if that analogy works. Fuck. That was a tough question. (laughs) So, (laughs) snatch a barbell, wash your face. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean. What do you got, Tommy? Alrighty, the bad. Hundreds set to strip for whole nude photograph. That is the uh, title of the article. What Residents is bad about this? Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Well. We'll go on. I'll show. In you. that case, well, let's, <laughs> do it. let's do it. Show us that ring. <laughs> Uh, hundreds, oh, I just said that. Hundreds who to strip. I'm going to go on. Yep. Residents of Hull are being asked to bear all in the name of art. The city will host American photographer Spencer Tunick, mm-hmm. who is known for his images of masses of naked people around the world. Yeah. The photo shoot is scheduled for the 9th of July. Uh, organizers hope hundreds of people will take part in the Sea of Hull installation. So I put this into the bad because when I read it, I immediately saw this one weirdo. With, a pho- with like a camera, just taking tons of photos of naked people and getting really keen to keep doing that. So I thought Have I'd... Have you uh, seen his work? I haven't. It's pretty neat. Yeah, so I'm being yeah. kind of I've ignorant at the moment, aren't I? I'm being really ignorant. It. Is it yeah. good good stuff? It's yeah, it's really artistic. Always it's compelling. Kind of yeah. So why is it artistic? Uh, it's, pr- it's artistic if you take 50,000 people, get them all naked, get them all huddled up into balls and take the photo from above the Louvre or something. Yeah. It's, just uh, it's provocative. It's, cool, it's, like, yeah. it's not... What's his name? But it's also yeah, not cheeky. Yeah. Um, What's his name? No pun intended. It's yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's two now. Yeah. <laughs> Something about bums. But I, th- I think this is a beautiful thing because one, you know, if it was just being like people marching down the street naked, that is a different thing than you're forcing me to watch something that yeah. I may not want to participate in. Yeah. But it's this art. is an invite. This is a come be part of art, oh, be yeah. part of history. I'm just it's, putting up some it's photos pretty, now. It's pretty cool. Let's have um, a look. And me, I'm about like, you were born naked. Yeah. Oh, oh wow, that's really cool. Hey. God, I I really feel ashamed of myself. What was the, what was the so question? It was, question? oh, yeah, the question was. Oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> just give me my opinion. Typical Christmas. Christmas is all over the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, the question was just going to be, um, what's like the weirdest situation you guys have found yourself naked? Ah. Naked in. Yeah. I know you've got a story, Bill. Um, yeah. Do I wish, did I tell you that? Did you um, know well, I hope I wasn't there for it. No, um. Well, do you know what I was talking about? You were yeah. talking about the ice bucket challenge. Oh, the oh, ice bucket right, challenge. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of funny. I've got another yep. one. Oh, I did. A, you know the ice bucket challenge? I'll tell that one, actually. Yeah. I, do you know the ice bucket challenge everyone did a couple of years ago? Oh, like, oh, Throw yeah. Throw a bucket of ice yeah, on yourself. Stupid. Yeah, Sorry. So, so I got nominated for it, and I was like, I got nominated. I walked in the gym <coughs> on Friday morning. This was, and I was like, hey, guys, I got nominated. Did I tell this story on the podcast the other day? Uh, No. Yeah. I, yeah, I've, I've heard this out of your Yeah, mouth. you've heard no. it a few times. But <laughs> so anyway, what happened was, yeah. uh, I walked in, I'm like, I got nominated for this ice bucket challenge, but I don't understand. I don't understand how it works. Like, what do I have to do? And the, the guys are like, oh, you've got to get an ice bucket poured on you or you give $50 to charity. And I was like, well, that sucks. Because if I, I'll do it. I'm like, I'll do it. But no one ma- ends, like, gets any money. So I said, all right, fuck it. I'll, I'll chuck in $50 and let's l- raise some money. Everyone from the gym can throw a bucket of ice on me as well for an extra $10. So we'll raise more money awesome. for charity. So I said that, 
And uh, about four or five people straight away put their hands up. We're like, yeah, we'll do it. I swear I told this on the podcast. Yeah, man. I think you did. I'm going to tell Christmas. Sorry, listeners. Refresher. So, yeah, so... So we what happened was, you I said, um, I said uh, yeah, okay, so what, what I'll do is I'll get $10 from every person. They can throw their own bucket of ice on me. And about four or five people donated $10. And I said, actually, if we get to $200, I'll do it in the nude. Yeah. And then one of the guys that I coached with was like, I'll, go, I'll give $100. And then instantly we had $200. And then I went out and uh, did it on the street in the middle of uh, South Melbourne in the middle of the day. It was pretty funny. People, it was right in front of a real popular cafe. <laughs> and... Um, Yes, I had uh, a bunch of people. I think there was like 15 ice bags. I had to stand in a um, bucket full of ice, get all these buckets of ice thrown at me. And then um, it got on the radio and, and there was photos taken. So <laughs> I started to leak little photos and little snippets. And I demanded that people donate more money to see the full yeah. amount of footage. Yeah, and, uh, yeah it leverage. Up, yeah, it got up to um, $2,500. Uh, $2, it was sick. That's wow. amazing. On a, Friday, on a Friday afternoon, yeah. That's cool. Sick. I gave it to That's Beyond Blue. Awesome. I feel really like a dick for telling that story. That's two podcasts in a row, I swear. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> please tell us again. It's <laughs> 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 my only story. Yeah. So the, the only way this is okay is if you include photos or some sort oh. of. Uh, yeah, you got to. Well, when you when you post this podcast, he can just get nude we need right photos now of this. Just get naked now. Because there's plenty of photos of me naked. So guys, we need guys, some more photos of y'all naked. You guys chat amongst yourselves. That's a fair point. I'll, uh, <laughs> He's yeah. I haven't seen these naked photos yet. Yeah. So I need to hear you guys because I'm trying to think of like an awkward situation where I was I was, I was naked. Yeah. I just, I, I can't remember if it was a dream or not but I was like super young <laughs> <laughs> and I um, I just remember like walking out completely naked and then this chick who like had a massive crush on the time walking in the door that sounds like a dream doesn't it sounds like a dream that's definitely so a dream what was it? her reaction <laughs> yeah uh, well her reaction was uh, she, she was not impressed <laughs> Definitely a dream. She, That's definitely a dream. She called the police. If it was real life, she'd be impressed. I uh, I lost a bet and had oh, yeah. to streak down the main street of Byron Bay. Hmm. Really? Naked? Naked, yeah. That's awesome. With my arms up in the air. With, <laughs> With your, your arms, arms up? Yeah. So you couldn't cover yourself? That was the bet, yeah. With your three arms up in the air? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> We've got uh, one more thing. So this is the science. This is the pseudo science part. Well, I'll just say I don't think that I have any strange oh, yeah. experiences. I just, I just like to just be naked. naked so when it's when I am naked, it's not awkward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Unless you make it awkward. <laughs> Back's getting really excited. <laughs> but I did have to sit on a bag of ice when I was in Baghdad doing hash runs because, right. like, you do the hash running, and I was getting named. And uh, you know, you sit on a bag of ice with your pants down, and they pour stuff on you oh, and so beer, oh, and they make you drink beer out of your shoe. A shoey. A shoey. Oh, a shoey. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. they Sick. torture you. Also you know, known as a shoey in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> a shoey. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, uh, the science laser cloak could hide Earth from aliens. Professor David Kipping, also known as the Kipping Pull-Up. <laughs> oh, it's such a bad... Thanks for laughing. I was like, I didn't know how that one would go. I'm just doing it for the listeners so it doesn't sound bad. Professor David Kipping, an astronomer at Columbia University in New York, has said the relatively simple concept could make the world invisible to intelligent life forms from another galaxy. He said that bearing controller laser emissions into outer space could disguise the dimming of light caused by the planet each time it passed in front of the sun. So basically, he's saying he believes that um, there's, this, there's this shield that we're creating around Earth, around the, around the atmosphere, that could be hiding um, our, our um, 
our life from from aliens if we are trying to to find we sent that we sent that um that voyager craft out into into space to you know try and Another one. get found you know the voyager <laughs> spacecraft oh my no. god <laughs> damn it it's like nerds yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey loser <laughs> now nah, so the the voyager craft has um it's got all the uh, most amazing things of um of human of humanity so it's got like this um it's got mathematics of where to find us in our in our position in the universe, it's got um, beautiful playing. symphonies. Yeah, was it w- Wolfgang Mozart? Yeah, um, I think so. Yeah, my, well, I could made him on uh, Wolfgang <laughs> Wolfie. Um, he does a lot of shoeys. <laughs> he um, yeah. So my question, guys, is: Is it a good or a bad thing? Do we want to get noticed by intelligent life and risk uh, being annihilated, or uh, or do we want to stay um, where we are at least for this stage? What do you reckon? I mean, I'm always I'm always an advocate of of change and progression and. You know, the risk of annihilation, well, the risk of staying static where we are is also kind of Mm -hmm. um, self... uh, Annihilating. Annihilating, yeah. Yeah, It's like, it's kind of, I think about, let's reduce it to a little bit less than the universe um, and beyond. I don't even know what to say. Galaxy, Mm. right? Multiple... Yeah, there's there's our our planet. This is showing my... Solar system, tons (laughs) of galaxies, universe... Uh, yeah, yeah, and beyond. And beyond. And beyond. And beyond <laughs> to infinity. <laughs> up, up, up and away, Junior. Yeah. Uh, so if we think about our lives. It's Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. 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 I'm just totally Who the hell was that? <laughs> I don't know, man. I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> Do you feel lucky, <laughs> punk? Yeah. yeah. yeah I thought you knew up. that. That's why yeah. you said and beyond. Oh, yeah, no. no I'm, I'm, I think we're on the same page. I think Phil's <laughs> off on another buddy. He's in another galaxy. He's in another galaxy. So bringing it back down to Earth. Uh, you know, we think about our lives, and this is something that I always kind of freak out about is uh, I want to look back and knew that I lived my full potential. And even though change is scary, you know, like right now, there's just a lot of things going on where I'm having to make large leaps of faith um, in my life to, to kind of keep progressing. Or I could stay where I am and ultimately kind of wither away. So for me, I think that let's like not shield ourselves and Hopefully the, the other intelligent beings yep. are cool and we can have podcasts and hang yeah. out and um, some shoeys every now and then. Yes, <laughs> I like it. What are you, are you on the same page? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a scientist, aren't you, man? <laughs> I, I tuned out, brother. I know I'm you not did. Gonna, <laughs> that's why I pointed to you. <laughs> Once we started referencing Toy Story, that's yeah. what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Maka, he's had a hard day. Move on, move on. <laughs> So I've got the uh, Naked Ice Challenge ready to show you yeah. after the show. All you want to see now? Well, it's not good for our listeners. Well, we're so going to we're going to atta- attach this. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're, oh, we'll, we're going to attach it. So all right, we'll do it now. Let's have a look. Are Tight? we going to? see. Oh yeah. Right, so so walk this me is um, this. this is out the front oh. of a cafe in the You just Melbourne. ran out naked. You didn't even get naked. No, outside. I told you I was. It was a naked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes people go to the space and get naked first. Yeah. Is that um is that a filter or no filter? <laughs> that was my mate so Truzzy. See that one hit me in the back? I got welts all over my back. You'll see another one where he <laughs> annihilates me. So he wasn't one of the gym members. He just came yeah. down to put me through pain. Watch this. Ready? And whack! That oh. one. I had welts all over my back. <laughs> this stage I'd given up. You were like looking back. You're like, I'm going to chase that guy. <laughs> Who did it? He's one of my best friends. And your feet are in there? Yeah, I'm in a bucket of ice. Well, your really gains are looking good. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Oh, you know <laughs> those donuts. pretty much said, I've got a rig. I've got a bad <laughs> up body. Damn. You've got a nice, yeah, you've got a nice I rig. I mean, they yeah. just came at you. Need some uh, glute mead work, but uh, aside from that. Oh, man. So I do this thing on January 1 every year. I jump into, well, ice. I started in Idaho, which is 
super cold. So there was like snow on the ground and everything. Oh, they dumped yeah, the whole thing on you. <laughs> you I, ran, back to, I ran into about 50 meters up the road was my gym. I had to run, quickly have a 10-second shower, and then coach the 5.30 class. Uh. <laughs> In the nude. Yeah. Sorry about that, listeners. But yeah, on January video. 1, I do this thing because I hate being cold, and I really, really hate cold water. So I jump into a cold lake on January 1. And, um, you know, I f for me, it's like not only a physical challenge because it just pisses me off, mm. uh, but to a mental challenge of if I'm going to embrace day one of the new year of something mm. that I hate and get through it and suck it up, then the rest of the year is cake. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's solid. Yeah. Like a challenge. <laughs> Keep so it. That's the, the good, the bad, and the science. So it certainly is. Uh, so Christmas Abbott, the brand. So obviously, I think um, there's a lot of lot of things we can delve into that would help anyone in the fitness industry or, or any other industry for that matter. Um, in in uh, in your getting some resources from you to uh, explain how you've kind of become this multi-media kind of fitness mogul. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what are the best practices for so someone starting out? So you, you've got a lot of exposure. You're across absolutely everything um, as far as your self-promotion of, of yourself and what you're doing. What are the best resources, best platforms? Um, where would somebody start? You know, first I'd have to listen to, they need to be honest with what they want. You know, people are like, oh, I just want this, but really in their heart they want something else out of it. And so if they're not true with themselves about what they're trying to get out of what they're doing, then it's not going to work. Um, being like, I am unapologetically me, meaning that like, I still cuss, I still rage, but I love what I do and you can body shame me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, and I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing because I love it and I have unlimited passion for it. And that's what resonates with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I have a, I know my purpose. My purpose is to, to help people recognize that they have the ability to change their life no matter where they are in their life. And my my vehicle for that is through fitness and wellness. Um, so depending on what their goal is and what their purpose is, most people don't know. Mm. And they're fumbling around and that's why they are not successful in whatever they're trying to do is because they don't have a goal. They're just kind of figuring it out as they go. Um, I call that FIFO, figure it the fuck out. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. yeah I play FIFO on, uh, on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. I'm good at it. <laughs> um, so really, you have to kind of reduce that a little bit. As for like platforms that are efficient, uh, effective, yeah, is that where what do you you're get your best, for? best? Yeah, I mean, so obviously that's a really good answer. You want people to find what they're passionate about because that's obviously going to come across and yeah. Some be people want to be like fitness stars. Some people want to just be famous. Some people, you know, some people just want to be like the Kim Kardashian. Yeah, cool. Uh, it is whatever. You're not going to do it. There's a dime a dozen at best. Um, platforms specifically. If you're looking at like media platforms, I, I Facebook is still really great. Um, Instagram is great, and in Snapchat, I do Snapchat. So like Snapchat's really cool because it's true, authentic, in the motion. You, it's not polished. Where Facebook and Instagram have become super polished. Mm -hmm. um, Snapchat is is cool because you can't upload it. It's in the moment. I just got a message from one of my members just uh, when we started this uh, yeah? podcast saying, oh, my God, I just saw you on Christmas's Snap. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we yeah. on Snapchat? Yeah, I've been oh, snapping really? all oh, day. Oh, man. You've been serenading my Snap. <laughs> <laughs> How many people have you got on your Snapchat? Um, right now, I have about, uh, I'm pretty close to 20K per Snap. 
Boom, Whoa. Tommy. You're famous now, man. I'm famous. Yeah. Hey, guys. Oh, in uh, the worst way possible. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Is that that loser that can't sing? <laughs> oh, shit. No, that was Mac. <laughs> oh. um, but re- really, you know, you can you can utilize all these things. You can do paid posts and et cetera. You can get a marketing PR company, um, depending on what you want to do. But if you're not authentic or you have, like, a niche and do what you freaking love, then people are going to smell it right away. Yeah. That you can't fake the funk mm. for so long. And, and that's, that's, that's why I have been successful because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I just know that this is my goal, like my life purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this. And that's, that's really been the, the shine. And I hate being so obscure. Like if we can get into the business aspects of it and the analyticals, cool. But man, it doesn't work if you're not, 100% committed to what you are doing. Mm. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a... <laughs> did, you just, did you just smoke bomb? <laughs> <laughs> Boom, I'm out. Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> Christmas just Christmas. disappears from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Microphone just hits the ground. Yeah. <laughs> Laters. Yeah. Sit on it. All right. Yeah, so I wanted right. to talk about... Um, Not our ones. <laughs> I wanted to talk about um, like building a database. Do you have... Is it, so you've got a huge social media following. I do. Do you have, a, do you have like a mailing list and a database? I do. And, and that is that super important to you? How do you, how do you go about building it that? It is super important, but it only recently became important because I realized that I had a lot of people following me and I had a lot of messages out there, but they're following me kind of not for the purpose that I wanted them to follow me for. Yep. Um, what were they following And the algorithms always change as well. Yeah. Th- sorry? What were they following you for and you what know, do you want them to follow you for? A lot of it's like materialistic in the sense of, you know, aesthetics. I, booty I love shots. Booty shots. Mm. And I love a booty shot, right? <laughs> 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 Camera comes out and I'm just like... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> wink at it. Uh, <laughs> love love it. I love um, winking at boot. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I also have a big message to say and... and yeah. I'm using that to convey the larger message. So I'm capturing more database and pushing people towards that that email list. And every week I put it on an email and the email isn't booty shots. Yeah. It is my philosophy, my, you know, my real time struggles right now, uh, my real time accomplishments, that that kind of bitter, bigger concept um, that's applicable to real life, which is what I'm working on my, my next book for. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then it has a little snippet of like what I'm doing and then a little bit of extra like, hey, this is a reward for you. You get this coupon code or discount yep. um, only for my, my email list. Uh, mm. So I'm, I'm finding that people are really digging the, like, the bigger concept picture. Yeah. Uh, in it's the like email a gateway list. drug. Yeah. Instead the, the, of just being the, like, the flashier Instagram and the flashier um, social media channels. So how do you convert, um, how do you get people from your social medias to your database? Is that just through go to my website guys or is there, do you have any hidden gems that people want to know about? I'm very interested because we have our social media following. We don't have anywhere near as large as you. And, but the end game is to get everyone on our database so we can, we can, we just provide good content as well, but we also, we have what we do, which is provide holidays and so on and so forth. So yeah, yeah, I love you, what you guys do. Yeah, we just got back from um, Bali trip, which was awesome. It was so much fun, but don't need to talk about that. But so <laughs> we just did. Always plug, guys. <laughs> Always plug. Um, yeah. So, do you have an actual actionable um, way to get your members from uh, your followers from social medias to your database, or is it just through Hey, guys, check out the website, and you've got like a pop up? You something know, I don't have there. a system in place other than just saying Hey, look, and then you know things like this just saying hey look you get a little bit more you get more of an inside yeah. um it's that's where it is 
Uh, but if they go and purchase anything from me, then they automatically get put on that. Yep. Uh, if they sign up, you know, there's lots of things that I'm doing to kind of help uh, push it along. Mm. But right now I have not discovered any sort of way to pull that information into another. And uh, I'm still looking for it. So, hey, guys out there, <laughs> if you have that information, yeah. then email me <laughs> on christmasabbot.com. <laughs> sign up for my <laughs> newsletter. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little bit of a manual process right now yeah. with that. And it's frustrating because I do have such a large following in that case. Yeah. But I'm also kind of doing a little bit more collaborations. We're really just starting to brainstorm how to do that yeah and enough, transfer sure. it that's cool i think um touching back on the instagram and, and all your followers i think you do it really well so obviously you. obviously you're uh, very attractive and people a lot of people would follow you for that but you ac- actually give a lot of good content obviously you're getting people into lots more health and fitness mm. i have a big problem with instagram <laughs> for a lot of the reasons well, like the instagram has become an avenue for people to not have to work just, just because they're good looking. Like hashtag. It is to push out meal plans that have no idea what about, like, about, what about health the and wellness. Girls that are like, oh my God, I can't believe I had the most amazing protein, uh, protein shake today. And the protein shake is here <laughs> next to like a massive set of tits. And I'm liking the shit out of that photo every time. <laughs> I'm following those girls. For us ugly people. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just not a, it's, it's good. such a, it's not a healthy, like I got Dave and Jackie that work for Adventure Fit. Yeah, Dave, yeah. Jackie I love Perez. Dave. I love Jackie. Yeah. Um, and they're great. They're the same, you know, they give actual Dave's all the time. I'm walking down the street with Dave. People want, people like shake his hand. Oh my God, man, you're an inspiration to me. Like he gives value. Yeah. He's got a beard. He's got tats. He's ripped his tan, whatever. He's got that. So that's why a lot of people follow him, but he also gives value back. Yeah. But there's just so many people out there that just give nothing back and they mm. get paid big, big bucks. Mm. And I just think it's a, it's a bad loophole in the system. It is, but I will be honest with that. I don't see it going away. It's going to only get worse. So ah. it's, it's our responsibility. Like for me, it's my responsibility to really continue and even more so than ever convey that bigger message um, and continue to go do good things. And my bigger goal is to be not necessarily behind the scenes because I love the spotlight. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, like I'm working on this project that I want to be able to reach hundreds of thousands of people and they have no idea that I'm behind that purpose. Yeah. And, and I'm yeah. teaching them how to change their lives and, and incorporating these really beautiful habits. But they don't know that that was that was kind of like my driving force. Um, and, and so I think that it, I'm trying to leverage my social capital and my media in order to be able to make those connections to yeah. have that bigger project that is going to affect tenfold more. Yeah, for sure. It's perfect. I think it's, I think it's great. I get excited about it. I want to start flipping tables. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Pumped. Um, <laughs> cool. So, um, but there's always going to be stupid bitches on Instagram. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Stupid oh, attractive man. bitches. Oh, it's and dudes. Yeah. That's it frustrates true. the shit out of me. It really does. I've got a um a riddle for you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I like puzzles. Good, good, good. Well, you're going to get one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. Oh, and you can't look at the answer. Oh, um, I can't even see anything. Okay. Um, brothers and sisters have I none, yet that man is my father's son. Is that God? No, it's not God. Okay. You get you get <laughs> two you get two uh okay, you get wait. three brothers three and sisters I have none, so you're an only child. Yep. And yet then that man is my father's son. Yet that man is my father's son. That's mm. me. 
Looking in that's the quick. That's pretty quick. That yep. I, w- I would say looking I'm in a photo of himself. Smart cookie boo. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. All right. I love puzzles. That was that's easy, good. man. That was, was that easy? It took me like. A I just have to like. Years. I'm like the beautiful mind. I have to like map, like Get literally map it out. God, that that took me so much longer than you guys. I feel so <laughs> dumb. Hey, do you do you want to know about a black hole? I can tell you about black holes. <laughs> no, we won't. All right. All right. Here we go. Okay, this is a good one. Okay. Um, who makes it has no need of it. Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. What is it? Say again. Who makes it but has no need for it? Who buys it but has no use for it? Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. Time. No. I just had a guess. <laughs> Sounds like, uh, I was going to say money until the last one. Who? Oh, yeah. Yep. There's a good one about money. We'll get to that later. Oh. <laughs> say it again one more time. Who makes it but has no need of it? Who buys it but has no use for it? Who uses it but can neither see nor feel it? It makes perfect sense when you mm. find out. Mm. Ooh, that's a tough one. Really tough. Really tough. On a scale of one to tough, it's like a eight. <laughs> yeah, I'm, this is I'm like the test man. that I took for photographic memory. They were yeah. like, everybody has a camera. You just have no film inside. And I was like, fuck you, Ted. <laughs> 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 I was mad. I don't like to fail. Break <laughs> Shut up. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Smoke bomb again. Smoke bomb again. <laughs> keep doing that. Yeah. Come back. Just <laughs> some up. sort of magician. I'm finished. Okay. Do you want to know the answer? Uh, I do want to know the answer. Yeah. I'll, do you, you want to keep figuring it out and I'll tell you the answer? After the pod, or the listeners at home want to probably hear the answer. No, you know what, listeners, you're going to have to wait. Okay, the answer is a coffin. It's a coffin. Oh, yeah. Who makes it has no need of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. The only thing is, who makes it but has no need of it. What if he made it and then somehow died? But you, everybody dies. But the thing is, he makes it for someone else. A specific coffin. Yeah, a specific coffin, Mm. yeah. Not bad. But I don't don't want to be buried. Yeah, I want to be cremated. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I don't Burn. want to rot in the fucking ground. I want um, I, I want burn and have a sick life. <laughs> Did you yeah. snort at his dad? Keith Richards just snort, yeah. Oh, well, Keith yeah. Richards, remember Keith Richards snorted his dad's ashes? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All of them. What? All of them. Oh, all of the ashes. No. I don't know how much. I, don't know. I mean, it's like a pile. <laughs> how, how, how big do you think your ash pile would be? Well, they can fit them in a little vase, I think. Yeah, but that's not the full. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just getting weird. <laughs> I, really, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know. So oh, let's go. Should we talk about um, talk about what you do with um, with NASCAR? Just uh, sure. We've got you got some more time. Yeah. Cool. Let's go. Uh, let's talk about your invo- Are you still involved in NASCAR? So you were. Uh, no, it's like a full time job. Uh, Eleven and a half months out of the year. Mm. Really? Yeah. Wow. So how it's long were you involved for? Because you were you that were, year. Right. Yeah. So you dedicated your life basically for that year too. Yeah, year and a half, um, including training and stuff. So, um, you know, it's it's beyond being a full time athlete. It's a full-time athlete plus travel on the weekends, and you can't miss any races. Right. Um, it's every weekend from February to November. So Why did you get into it? I got duped. I got duped. So yeah. for people that don't know what you do yeah. with NASCAR, do you want to explain to them? So I, I was a tire cool. changer, um, but I worked on with Michael Waltrip Racing, which you know nobody knows. He was a big racing team. And my friend called, and he's like, you want to come play NASCAR? And I was like, yeah, I want to come drive some cars. Mm. And then we changed tires and I was pissed, pissed. <laughs> but um, I fell in love with it as soon as we did it. And I didn't know that there weren't women in the sport. There's a handful at the lower levels. Mm-hmm. So I kind of tell you how this is um, for CrossFitters. There's, you know, the open regionals, the games, 
in NASCAR, there's trucks nationwide and then Sprint Cup. Mm-hmm. So there were some women in the lower two, but nobody in the upper level. Wow. And um, they just kind of scooped me up, and I was able to kind of be able to break into that top tier pretty right. quickly. Um, and it was a great experience. I loved changing tires, ironically, because I had never even changed my own. Yeah. Uh, which now I can do. But I just I fell in love with it so much that I hadn't found something that passionate since I discovered CrossFit. So mm-hmm. I knew that whatever this was, I needed to figure out how to be able to do it. And I set it up to be able to go train and step away from my gym for a little while and those responsibilities. And um, the rest lo- is history. Mm-hmm. It's like a goal that you achieved and you've moved on. Basically. Yeah, but it was a goal that I didn't know that I had. Yes. Um, and... It was it was just a challenge, you know, yeah. and I love challenges and I love conquering challenges just because I like to see what I'm made of. And you don't know that until you put yourself through the test. Uh, so I loved it and had a great time. And I tell people that story all the time that I, I really got duped into it because you got to be willing to try something different and new. And without that, we usually have a preconceived experience in our mind, and that's what we feel that our experience is, regardless of whether we tried it or not. So I tell people, I'm like, look, if you think you know what's going to happen, go try it and compare it to. At least then you have, like, an, an educated experience. Yeah, sure. And uh, people will be surprised at what they actually enjoy mm. with trying it, like peanut butter on eggs. It's Ooh. delicious. I would never try it. No. Vegemite and avocado. So you have no fucking idea how wonderful <laughs> your life can be with well, peanut butter and egg. So to be honest with you, on, on bread? No, on your egg. Yeah, so you just what dip a hard-boiled, a egg, hard-boiled egg into some peanut butter and eat it. I've done that before too. <laughs> well, what, how, <laughs> how do you do it then? How do you oh, like scrambled your, scramble my eggs and um, then put a little dollop of peanut butter on top? Ugh. You're going to try it tomorrow morning. You're going to oh, call me oh, and you're going to be like, thank you Christmas for enlightening me be about peanut butter peanut and eggs. Butter. I'm definitely not going to But here, try. this is the thing. <laughs> I like it. So the this biggest. is a perfect example. He's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> um, I have people fight me and then a month later they're like, it's my most favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Thank I you. like. I but definitely would try it, but I am so severely allergic to nuts. Oh, if I ate it, I would die. Like, in about six it was minutes. the most amazing thing in my life. I oh, died for it. Christmas killed Tommy. <laughs> oh, Christmas killed Tommy. I don't know. Well, listen, I want I you to live vicariously through them. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna try so. it. But you're exactly right. I'm missing out. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the best though when you have something that people are like, oh my god, that's the worst. Do you know? Have you got um? Do you drink Maduri? Have you had Maduri? Do you have that in the States? What is it? No. No. Uh, it's like a I don't lime, know what it is. It's like a gr- lime green liqueur. How would you explain it? Oh, with the alcohol it. drink. I don't it's know. Like I had absinthe the other night. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a green <laughs> yeah. liqueur, like a weird <laughs> green liqueur drink. And, um, Not as strong as absinthe. And no, so my mate came up to me one day with a Maduri and milk. So a glass of Maduri and milk, which was like this pale off green color. And he came up and he said, and he always used to fuck me over this friend. He came up to me and he said, here you go, man. Got a drink for you. I looked at it. I was like, no fucking way I'm drinking that, dude. And then he's like, trust me, just have a sip of it. I'm like, I'm not fucking drinking it. He goes, I've got one. He's looked at the exact same. He goes, what's this? I'm like, oh, I'll have a little <laughs> sip of it. I have a tiny little sip of this Madurian milk and instantly became my favorite drink that I've ever had. Yeah. And it's the same. I go and share that to everyone. I'm like, hey, you want to try this? You want to try this? And they're like, nah, that's the most disgusting thing yeah. in the world, but it's actually the best. Yeah. 
So, uh, so now I got That's right. That's right. I just don't think peanut butter is good for me in the, at this time. Yeah, no. <laughs> I actually had a little bit of sausage roll of peanut butter and I spent two nights in hospital. <laughs> Gosh, yeah. man. I really didn't like it. Sucks. Hey, I thought we were doing so well. <laughs> I know. We had two you, moments. You, and I now come you in, guys you had, serenade me. Fuck. We're like jiving and then can't handle Chemistry's peanut butter. Chemistry's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll smash. bring it up again. I'll eat peanut, I'll eat peanut butter for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about like, um, so is it just, like, what else could you have? All nuts. I, I can't get any of my, my fats It just breaks my heart for you. I know. I'm a sad, sad man. Oh <laughs> I can eat like, all of my nuts are gone. I don't have nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Can't get, I think can't the get name nuts of on your face podcast. anymore. Can't <laughs> get any nuts on my face. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, used to obviously be a big part of my... I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but yeah, Ferreira shares. Apparently, that's like Lifestyle the best thing changes. in the world. Lifestyle changes. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Really Straight now. Turned, can you have... Uh, <laughs> You can't have Nutella. No, nah, no way, man. I'll die. That <laughs> no, nah, that's an exaggeration. But I'll die. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm Just not going to feed you anything. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, um, should we do some nine from nine action? Yes. Nine from nine. So we have a segment uh, where we shoot three questions each to you, Christmas, and then we'll start to kind of wrap it up. So Mac normally leads us off. Christmas. What is your morning ritual? Mm. I wake up and I usually have a few minutes before I get out of bed just to kind of like reflect. Do give you things. snooze? Do I to snooze? Do you, do you push the I snooze? I do. Mm. Yeah. Do you Sometimes <laughs> I like spring out of bed, but usually I, I hit the snooze. Um, I like to wake, wake up naturally as much as possible. Um, and then like in the morning while I'm in the shower or something like that, I just think about like how grateful I am for the day. And I give thanks to God. And I'm just like, you know, instead of asking for things all the time, I try and give thanks more than I ask. And eat breakfast, eggs, peanut butter, mm. apples, mm. peanut butter on the eggs With every morning. Apples. I get it. I'm allergic. Apple, just on the side? Yeah. <coughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, if I have to choose peanut butter with my apples or peanut butter with my eggs, I'm going with the eggs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've had peanut butter on apple before. Yeah, yeah it's good. good. Yeah. Um, so I eat breakfast and then I'll kind of, I'll probably work a little bit at home just a, like half an hour or so. And then I head to the gym and I'll, I'll train. And then I had my agency offices inside my gym. And yeah, it's convenient. Yep. <laughs> and then I walk into the office and the, the girl, the squad is just like, you know, I'm like, give me a rundown. And we start just taking over. Yeah, nice. cool. And then in the evening, you know, I usually leave work around, um, depending on what's happening for the day, uh, six or seven, sometimes five, um, and go home and. Morning ritual, Christmas. <laughs> Morning ritual. Morning ritual. The next day, what I'll do is shut. <laughs> it's like I wish he had disappeared. <laughs> now you can smoke bomb. <laughs> uh, second question is: Do you meditate? <clears throat> do I meditate? Mm. I'm trying to learn how. Uh, so I'm cognizant of the need for it, and I do it occasionally. But I I need to put it. Um, I think in the morning I do a little bit of like just a few minutes, but not as much as I would like. I think showing you gratitude in the morning is is a weak form of it. I don't yeah. mean to emphasize Damn, weak, just weak, weak. But it is. It <laughs> My is. meditation is weak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of suck. What a little it. bitch. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little bitch. Third question. <laughs> me. Shut up. Uh, Your meditation is weak. <laughs> uh, third question is: If you had one day left on this earth, how would you spend it? And family is a given. Oh, family is a given. Yeah. Give me something exciting. Maybe I don't want to do exciting. <laughs> like oh, honestly, I would I would have like a Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Yeah, I love the holiday. I love Christmas. Um, I love cooking. 
but I would just have food, obviously, with my family, so that's a given. So I'd spend it eating, apparently. Yep. Cool. <laughs> yep, cool. Solid. Good way to spend it. All the good stuff. So my questions, are you well-traveled? I am well-traveled. Cool. Yeah. This will be good then. Um, so first question is your... Um, now, geography is a different thing. That's okay. <laughs> okay. You, just have to, you just have to know the places that you've been. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't need to know where they are. But your favorite destination that you've been to, all-time favorite, can be a, a small town, can be a city, can be a state, can be a nation. Um, with my experience to date... Uh, Australia. Know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. South Melbourne. <coughs> <laughs> Great coffee. You know, <laughs> Cape Tribulation was amazing. Say again? Cape Tribulation. Where is Cape Tribulation? Is that correct? Cape, tri- Cape, Cape Tribulation. North. Uh, it's in all fucking Australia. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should know this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 We're not from Australia. Backfire. And your, uh, your second favourite place? <laughs> yeah. Hey there, listeners. I bet you didn't expect to be hearing my voice again so soon. Uh, I'm going to be brutally honest. The Christmas show cut out with eight minutes to spare. And the worst thing about it is, I really don't know why. We, none of us are really well versed with the hardware we are using to produce this podcast. We've got all the best equipment, but for some reason, um, our, between our computer and our interface, something, something crapped its pants. Look, uh, to everybody that is listening, we love you guys, um, and thanks for uh, thanks for putting up with our shit last week, and, and again today, we will grow, we will get better, this won't happen again, um, yeah, so what you did miss was, Christmas went on to say that her favourite destination, all-time, uh, all-time favourite destination she wants to head to is uh, Machu Picchu, which was me and Christmas had a massive high five, and she's... Uh, She's hopefully, uh, we think, coming along on the on our Everest, uh, Everest, sorry, our um, Peru Machu Picchu tour later this year. So that was cool. She went on, finished the the nine from nine section, and then uh, she just went ahead to plug all of her social medias, which are all at Christmas Abbott. Um, she's also doing seminars again in Australia this coming weekend, which can be found at www.christmasabbott.com, and all of the rest of the details for Christmas can be found there. Um, Again, to Christmas, I'm really sorry. And to you guys, the listeners, yeah, I wish I had a a, a fix. I just, I don't know what went wrong. And uh, we'll make sure that whatever it was, we take care of it and it doesn't happen again. So, having said that, uh, I'd like to uh, go ahead and uh, into our outro. And that is, um, if you did like the show, guys, apart from the technical difficulty today, uh, go ahead and subscribe on iTunes. Also, we'd like to thank our sponsors. So our sponsors are Locksam Solutions at www.locksamsolutions.com.au. NDO Subs, www.ndosubs.com. Use ADVF Radio for 10% off at checkout. Also, Audible Trial. Okay, so you want to get a free month's Audible membership and a free audiobook, head to www.audibletrial.com forward slash ADVF Radio, and you'll get a free month there. And also, AdventureFit Travel, head to our Facebook of AdventureFit Travel or AdventureFit Radio over the next week. There'll be a survey at the top, pinned to the top. If you put in your details of what podcast you want us to create, then you'll go in the running to win a $1,000 AdventureFit Travel voucher. That's it from me, guys. 